0: Hi friends, welcome to episode 60 of New Indian Woman podcast, airing first in late Feb 2022 and I'm your host Krishna. In this episode, we will focus on homeschooling. If your children are beyond the school going age or you are very clear that your children should go to school and study, is there something for you in this episode? Yes, for sure. Homeschooling has become some kind of movement and your awareness about this will help you or someone you know. No, doing schooling from home through devices in the pandemic-induced situation is not what we are talking about. This is a very important topic that every new Indian woman will benefit from and hence it is very relevant to discuss in our podcast. If you know about homeschooling already, I'm sure you will get to know more from today's guest. She's Pranuti Satyadas. Pranuti, welcome to New Indian Woman Podcast. Would you please introduce yourself for our audience?
1: Hello, Krishna. So nice talking to you. Well, as you said, I'm Pranuti Satyadas. I'm a mother of three children My daughter Sanchita is 20, my son Taran is uh, 17 and my youngest Vivan is 11 years old. Uh, Sancho is in college now, She's doing her bachelor's in social work and uh, my sons are in grade 11 and grade 6. My husband is Emmanuel, we live in Bangalore. Nice.
0: So today Pranati, we want to hear a lot about homeschooling. First of all, what is homeschooling for the benefit of listeners who have no
1: idea about it? Okay, so homeschooling is when the child studies at home and from home. The difference between what is going on around us now, the online schooling and homeschooling is that uh, the child is not really affiliated to an institute. Uh, The parents are the main facilitators and in charge of their education. And uh, they would directly be doing their board exams uh, through the different boards that allow private candidates to do the exams. So that is the difference here. Uh, So most often it is the parents that take full charge of the education. In some cases, there are tutors that also pitch in, but on the whole, the parents are the people in charge of the child's education. Great. So it, Great. broadly, that is what homeschooling is. Yeah,
0: that is difficult sometimes to even imagine how it would be. And mm. I'm sure many people would be intrigued about this. So what I would also like to share with the listeners is there is a, a recent webinar conducted by Pranati where she explains about Homeschooling in a very clear manner and some of the challenges and the benefits especially she goes through in great detail. So in this interview we will not be repeating the same. I would share the link for that particular video as part of show notes of this episode uh, so that uh, listeners who are interested to know more can refer that video. But now that we know what homeschooling is, so imagine the child is not going to a school. The child is there in the house. The parent is figuring out who will teach, what syllabus, what subjects the child is interested in. And this we are talking only academics. There are so many more things that we need to talk about. Pranati, why do parents opt for homeschooling? While it may have its own advantages, what would be the typical trigger points? Does it stem from dissatisfaction about going to school and the load on the child? What do you say? Dissatisfaction about the current system versus something positive, exciting, new model, new adoption that is required. So what drives the parents to opt for homeschooling?
1: Yeah, as you said, there are quite a few reasons, both positive and negative about the system. But for us, I think, let me start from there. Uh, For us, what triggered uh, it were two main reasons. Mm -hmm. One is to focus on the child's strengths. You know, we have three kids and each one is uh, so different. Each one has such different strengths and such different weaknesses. Uh, So we took up homeschooling so that we can focus on their strengths and uh, help them to walk down that path in life. Hmm. So that was the first reason. The second reason, uh, we went through a bit of a crisis when my youngest was uh, about two years old. He had come down with this illness and they were trying to figure out what it was and it You know, they suspected leukemia and different things like that. And Mm. at that point, our family was all scattered. You know, our kids, the older two were with their grandparents and we were in the hospital. And at that point, uh, we were already kind of weighing uh, the merits and demerits of homeschooling. But the balance pretty much tilted automatically to the fact that I want my kids to spend as much time with each other as they can. Mm. And uh, just doing things together, being under the same roof. And I know a lot of us mothers like, oh, my God, when is school going to start? Let the kids go out. And, you know, I know a lot of us mothers think like that. But then uh, when it came down to the brass tacks, it was like, no, I think we really want to enjoy the time with each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, That the siblings also enjoy time with each other because it's it's just going to be up to a certain age. After that, there's college, and then they get married, and it's never going to be the same again. So these were the two uh, primary factors that uh, made us decide. Well, there are some other factors like uh, you know school fees versus the kind of education that the institutions were providing. Sometimes it doesn't match up. I'm sure a lot of your parents, as you've seen your kids over this uh, two years, um, you know, you've actually seen what they are doing in their classrooms. And uh, I've seen a lot of dissatisfaction from the parents. And so this could uh, also be some of the reasons, hmm. you know, you're getting you can tailor make the education for your child uh, based on how you like it. Uh, and how it's appropriate for the child and uh, you know use your resources uh, in the way that you would like it to be used yeah by
0: resources uh, here you mean the time Mm -hmm. uh, money of course and energy so isn't it a very bold step for parents Mm -hmm. I'm asking this because most of us as parents, uh, listeners uh, here who are already parents, most of us, we would have grown up in a conventional system. And homeschooling is something that will be new for us. It's very unlikely that we as parents have also been homeschooled, at least in this generation. Right. Uh, So isn't it a very bold step and a radical move for the parents to take
1: Uh, Yes. I mean, when we started 10 years ago, it was absolutely radical. People would look at me like something was wrong with me. (laughs) Um, And, (laughs) you know, uh, it would take a lot of explaining to uh, make them understand even what homeschooling is. But I think uh, the tide is changing Krishna right now. I mean, the awareness is so much more and... uh, I think it's more visible now that this kind of a system can lead the child back equally equipped as somebody who is from a more conventional background. Yeah, so I think uh, it's, it's still a bold step. Uh, still parents have a lot to consider uh, before making this move. But yes, the awareness has become more, the information available has also become more.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and so I think it's making the steps slightly more easier than it was uh, about a decade ago.
0: Yeah, that is good to know. And this awareness anyway is a starting point for anything, right? True know more, to learn more, to find out and explore more and then weigh the factors, etc. I know you also provide consultancy in this area. So, Mm -hmm. what is the most often asked uh, question? I'm assuming uh, that Mm -hmm. uh, the most often asked question would be about, but how about academics? Would they fare well in the board exams? What will they do after 10th? There is this notion that Only students who are not good at academics need to go for such homeschooling or maybe even alternative schooling. So there is a notion around academic excellence, in quotes, in the conventional way as something which is possible only in conventional schooling. Sure. And if you are really well off and the child does not have to stand on his or her own feet, then it is okay to experiment with all this. I would assume that is the topmost question. Is that correct? And if yes, what is your response?
1: Yeah, that is one of the topmost questions for sure. Hmm. It's it's quite, um, I mean, you know, only when they look around, they realize we need to give them case studies. Hmm. about homeschoolers who have actually uh, moved into colleges and how well they are doing there. Ultimately, for the parent, when they see that it is a proven thing, there are children who have gotten to college. Hmm. And, you know, there are uh, homeschoolers who have gotten into the IITs. There are homeschoolers uh, like my daughter's doing her bachelor's in social work. Hmm. And in well-reputed institutions, that kind of gives them the confidence because it's then they realize it's not just theory mm. but uh, this is actually happening to Indian families because um, I think as you said this question uh, used to arise a lot because when uh, when homeschooling came into India it was more the expats who were doing it okay you know so then uh, they would like be here and have a good time up to 10 standard their kids would be uh, doing homeschooling but then They are out in college in the US or uh, Hmm. Europe or whatever, where the system was accepted. But what happens to Indian parents? Can we get back into the conventional colleges? That, of course, is a big question. Hmm. And for that, as I said, uh, case studies are showing. uh, In fact, uh, one of the IIT toppers a couple of years back was a homeschooler. Hmm. And uh, he did it because... uh, You know, when people are going to college up to like four or five o'clock in the evening, uh, already the prime part of the day is over Hmm. and then you're so tired and then you go for your coaching classes and then you, you know, come back home, study again. So uh, he decided that he might as well just study at home, go for his coaching classes and that really made him excel in his exams. So, when you see case studies like that, it kind of puts their mind to rest. Uh, but the another top question that most people ask is what about their social life? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was about to ask that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so that is a big concern they feel, thinking that homeschoolers just become islands and uh, don't have anybody to interact with. Hmm. Yes, I do agree. And one of the things I ask families or parents that contact me about homeschooling, I say you do need to have a healthy social life. Hmm. Uh, That would be the best setting for homeschooling. So whether it is, you know, you're just a family that has enough friends, has relatives around or just has enough people to interact because uh, I disagree with the fact that all socializing happens in schools Uh, because if you and I look uh, at our lives, Hmm. it's not always that our best friends were from our classrooms, Hmm. Uh, you know. But the fact that when you're in school, You have those pockets of time that you can socialize. That's your break time or your lunch time uh, or, you know, the times after school.
2: Hmm.
1: But uh, that can easily be created for a homeschooler based on the extracurricular activities that we are putting them into and uh, based on, uh, you know, social circles that we choose for them. Hmm. And a lot of that is available now. It's not like in olden days, you know, where it was not available now, whether sports or uh, music or drama or dance, whatever, all these options are available outside of school. Uh, So this kind of takes care of their social uh, activities. Plus a lot of uh, homeschooling families get together Hmm. uh, once a week, usually Uh, it's called co-ops where uh, just a few families about six to eight families get together and say okay let's do something for our kids once a week Hmm. so it could range from visiting a museum to visiting a park to doing science projects together or anything so we have the freedom to to design the social life the way we would like it to be
0: okay so this image other video i was referring to there pranati talks about How the classes get over typically by lunchtime, especially when it comes to the younger children or maybe even high schoolers and all that. Just surprising because when we hear about somebody getting homeschooled, the image is of somebody sitting alone in a home and studying all the time. Okay, so that is something which and it's very interesting because in that video, when you listen to the full uh, details, and she takes us through some of these case studies, you get a very different picture. When we talk about a school going child, the focus on the homework, the children coming back, writing homework, and especially there are some schools who... You, know, you are outsourcing the education completely the schools have exams every other day when it comes to 7th standard 8th standard etc students are forever talking about exams and grades mm. and things so, like that so that is one extreme and in our mind without even being aware we think about homeschooling children sitting alone and burning the midnight oil so it is mm-hmm. it is very interesting to hear that the children typically finish by lunchtime and after that, they do not have homework. So if any <laughs> children are listening to this podcast, I'm sure they're going to go back to the parents and say, but why are we not getting homeschooled? <laughs> it sounds so <laughs> interesting. So I have a few more yeah. questions Please. from the parents angle before we come to the children again. So is it uh, viable for working parents to opt for this? I remember you highlighting the use of the word parents facilitate. Mm. Uh, So maybe that doesn't mean the parents have to sit and teach and it may not be even feasible for all subjects across the entire duration of a child's education. But considering everything, is it possible if both parents are working for homeschooling to happen?
1: Well, up To middle school, I would say that uh, it would be almost mandatory that there is one uh, parent at least available for education, not just for the academics, but also for the fact that uh, you cannot leave a child that age up to that age alone in the house. you know, I don't think that would be a, a wise not thing from to do.
0: A, being alone. I am even talking about situations where there are grandparents or somebody around. I am talking about this notion of the one of the parents have to be there at home to teach from that angle.
1: Yeah. See, uh, I I would say one adult. So okay. if it if it is a um, you know educated grandparent or an aunt or whatever hmm. it may be. Hmm. Uh, there should be one adult okay uh, but i think from high school onwards hmm. right now the uh, because the trend is becoming so popular from high school onwards we can continue this model with tutors okay or with the child uh, you know partially partially uh, tutors and partially by the by themselves also it is possible from i think 8th upwards i think it is fine But up to then, they definitely need an adult uh, supervision.
0: So, what all are the factors parents should consider before taking this decision to homeschool?
1: So, as I said, I think the first thing, uh, if it is a smaller child especially, should be that one parent is going to give, at least one parent is going to give that full-time commitment. Uh, Like, I had to give up my career Mm. uh, outside of the house and uh, that is a big commitment hmm. so uh, that would be the most healthy way of homeschooling a child because ultimately by the definition itself it means that your home uh, is going to be the uh, the oasis where the child is going to learn right. and it's going to be your values that you that you want to imbibe in, into the child so uh, it is very important that you are fully involved in it. Hmm. Uh, So I think that would be something to consider. Uh, And secondly, as I said, maintain uh, a healthy social life. You don't have to be party animals and things like that, but just enough interaction with um, other friends, human beings, you know, just uh, relatives, So that the child is not uh, devoid of this.
0: Okay, how about availability of tutors, knowledge about all those aspects, especially we women tend to weigh in so many factors, be prepared, have a plan for everything before we start. So is Mm. all that required or we can discover as we go along because… As I heard from you, there are a lot of people and there is a lot of support system available. Once you start, you will be able to connect with and find out more info. Yes, yes,
1: because we can, I mean, I think half the adventure of homeschooling is trying to figure things out, again, based on the ethos of each family, Hmm. you know, so uh, that itself is an education that itself is an experience Uh, what my family experiences is probably completely different from another homeschooling family okay Uh, so it is I think we should take that step more uh, positively saying that okay let's explore as we go along but from an academic point of view definitely there are resources available we did it all the trial and error way Uh, But that is exactly what I wanted to do with my consultancy, you know, wanted to try to eliminate the trial and error academically for uh, new families. Hmm. So, uh, you know, help to just space out, design the curriculum, provide curriculum that is an easy to access and easy to understand sizes. So, yes. So like that resources are available and uh, it is possible.
0: Okay, good to know that. One uh, more question is about parents again. What about uh, the questions, remarks from friends and extended family? I heard you briefly mention about how the reaction was when you and your family took that call. Uh, But Mm -hmm. even now, considering it may not be so popular and so mainstream, you know, in terms of awareness, is
1: that a challenge
0: uh, that parents face?
1: Yes, yes, especially from the older generations and, uh, you know,
0: hmm.
1: you get asked, uh, are you sure this is the right thing and um, are you sure your children will turn out okay and things hmm. like that. But uh, yes, these are questions that are asked, but yeah. uh, time kind of proves them wrong sometimes. True. They're thinking. Yeah. yeah,
0: it is not that the conventional mode is uh, guaranteed either. Exactly.
1: exactly. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> so the, the notion and I really felt when I listened to that video uh, interaction of yours that the notion of success is very important for the parents to examine, right? What is success yeah. here? Yeah. Because if we are putting into jacketed these are the subjects you have to learn and... Uh, like the case study you discussed there of uh, a child struggling with maths which is very popular that people struggle with maths or whatever it is and always a child is rated based on academics and we look at what the child is not good at and focus only on improvements Mm. whether Mm. that is success versus you have a happy child uh, flourishing in whatever their strengths are Mm. Um, right so that particular notion is extremely interesting at the same time i want to also know see parents are not educators not Mm. qualified so if i uh, my children are older now and if my if i were to examine homeschooling or if i had examined it so many years back for me the prime issue would have been oh but i am not an educator i am not qualified as a parent To get into the field of education. So, I may have the intention, but by choosing to teach, am I making my child part of an experiment? That would have been the question weighing most on my mind.
1: Yeah, so I think you brought up two important uh, aspects. So, let me answer it one by one. The first uh, is you said how the institution kind of straight jackets uh, kids into a particular mold mm. and uh, there was a cartoon uh, you know uh, where a teacher or I think the teacher it's in a forest mm. I think the teacher is uh, sitting and asking all the animals to stand in front of him uh, and saying okay now your uh, exam uh, is this and this is going to be your question and the animals are all like uh, there's a monkey there's a fish hmm. there's a giraffe there's a hippopotamus and the question uh, that they have to answer or do to pass the test is saying, okay now let's see who climbs the tree first you okay. know and uh, so, uh, obviously, not all animals are meant for climbing trees. Yeah. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, it's going to be just the monkey that's going to win there, you know. So,. Uh, That kind of really made me think what exactly is education and what exactly is success uh, Mm. academically. And, uh, you know, by God's grace, now there are so many fields for children to explore. It's not like, uh, you know, uh, two decades back when you're either a doctor or an engineer or a teacher, Mm. you know. So there are so many options uh, to make equally good lives Mm. at the end of the road. So that I think is was the first question that uh, you brought up. Hmm. And uh, can you just repeat what the second thing is? I'm sorry I... The second thing was I was saying if
0: I was considering homeschooling yes, for my yes, children
1: educate. yeah whether
0: yes, you know yes. am I qualified and I, would I be experimenting my yes. you know role as an educator with my own child would have been the foremost question on my mind correct
1: So this, when I was considering homeschooling and obviously had all these doubts and, you know, am I good with children? Am I capable of educating them and things like that? Uh, One mother who was already homeschooling her children uh, said, see, uh, a mother who cares for her child Hmm. will definitely be better than any teacher that is not that bothered about her child. Hmm. Because... I will go out of my way to make sure that my child is getting what uh, she or he needs Hmm. at that point, you know. So I may not be an educator, qualified educator, uh, so-called, but I have the concern that nobody else in this world can have. Okay. So I will create a way. And as I said, see, I am not going to be teaching them. Hmm. like standing in front of them and teaching them the the concept of homeschooling actually is more research based that's yeah. why i use the word facilitator yeah you know uh, so even uh, a new concept it needs to be presented to them hmm. which i think any averagely educated parent hmm. is able to do so we present the concept we allow them to research it uh, there's loads of information available from Google to YouTube to everything. Hmm. And, you know, they, they come out with their own presentations, with their own conclusions. Hmm. So I don't think uh, it is important that a parent has to be an educator uh, as a background, hmm. uh, but more that the, the parent is decently educated. When I say decently educated, you know, like up to degree hmm. is fine yeah, to handle up to middle school uh, education. okay. Yeah. and then post that we can always take uh, help from experts in the subject.
0: Yeah, that is good. A couple of more questions. So when it comes to teenage years, and so as such, handling the teenage years of the child is very difficult, especially now, or with mm. every generation, they face those challenges of handling the teenage children. So, don't the children get fed up of interacting with parents and adults all the time, especially during that phase? I know you stressed upon the importance of social life. Here, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when the parent is facilitating, there are so many things where the parent is guiding, right? And I understand at that by that time, the parent is slowly stepping aside and maybe the experts are coming in. But still… Uh, the children are also going through that natural phase of rebellion, etc, etc, right? Till they, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of settle in, settle down and they understand, they develop that maturity, etc. So, is that, a, is that an additional challenge for homeschooling?
1: Yeah, so bef- when my uh, kids were reaching that age, mm-hmm. what we did as parents was we felt that we need to give them an option of Uh, Would they like to go back into school at least for a couple of years if they wanted? And I had uh, done some research and tied up with uh, a school that would, uh, I mean, a couple of schools that they could join. So just gave them that option because we also realized that that adolescent age, Hmm. they might crave for a different kind of company or, uh, you know, Hmm. they might want to experience something else. Uh, so we did give them that option. I think that uh, we felt that that was uh, one healthy way to handle it. So then uh, the child either tries school out and okay. then if they see, uh, you know, I'm happy with this. I don't want to continue homeschooling. That option is there. Hmm. But uh, in in our case, uh, the boys tried it out, but then decided that, you no, know, they wanted to get back into homeschooling. So one, uh, one of my sons went for a whole year huh. to school, while the other one just went for a few months and decided that he wanted to just continue with homeschooling. So uh, that was one way we thought we yeah, could handle absolutely. it. It's very interesting.
0: So... That brings me to this question. Most often, you know, when we hear in the conventional schooling, okay, you put the child in this school when the child is in nursery and done. You know, it's fine. The child will come out plus two. You don't have to worry about this kind of decisions in between. That is one type of thinking. But what you're saying is very interesting uh, because what... It means even if you have chosen conventional schooling, regardless of what age your child is in right now, you could evaluate homeschooling. I assume that is correct. And yes. if the child is already in homeschooled child, uh, maybe at an appropriate age, you can also open this option of school to the child and, you know, help the child also participate in the decision making. So, we need not think that it is written in stone and cannot be changed. True, true.
1: I think that is, yeah, one one important factor about homeschooling. Uh, The child becomes quite accountable or what would be the word? As you said, involved in decisions concerning his education
0: so there is an agency from the child's end in all yes. the decisions involving Correct. the education
1: oh that's Correct. very nice yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so that that becomes a positive yeah
0: you were referring to during the course of the discussion you were referring to how it was a pretty new area 10 years back when you took the decision whereas things have changed in the past decade So I'm Mm -hmm. quite interested to know about how popular this concept is and how recent it is. Like, Approximately how many children are getting homeschooled in in India and uh, is it popular only in cities or is it spread across India? Some kind of overall information would you be able to share with
1: us? Uh, Well, I don't have exact numbers, but I think one study uh, about two or no, about four years back in Bangalore. Mm -hmm showed that in Bangalore, there were more than 1,500 homeschooling families. Oh, okay. And that was definitely not the right number because I know that my family was not included in that survey because I never, uh, <laughs> you know, told anyone that I was homeschooling, which meant that uh, it's definitely more than that just in Bangalore. okay. Yeah. So, the numbers are growing quite wildly. Uh, In fact, uh, one way I could gauge this was when my daughter did her 10th exam, Mm -hmm. open schooling, uh, the number of people that were there versus when I took her to write her 12th grade exams. Oh, okay. The numbers were exponentially more. Uh, And like you said, uh, some time back, right, Uh, earlier, it would be people who either had learning difficulties or, uh, you know, school dropouts or whatever, that would be the kind of children you would see going to write an exam. Hmm. But by the time she was doing her grade 12, there were so many kinds of children. Uh, you know, they were just doing homeschooling because they had passion for so many other things from sports to robotics to, uh, you know, there was this uh, racing, uh, this boy who was into racing uh, and that's why he couldn't, uh, didn't want to go to school regularly. Uh, So like this, there were so many different uh, reasons why children were homeschooling. Hmm. So numbers are quite quite a big number
0: oh that is interesting so and how about outside uh, the cities do we have anything or is there any group across the country or maybe it is time you know something like that is started also right
1: yeah there are there are quite a few groups uh, it's not like one official group as such mm. but there are uh, different uh, homeschooling groups that even meet i think there's like a national conference also that happens a couple of times this it happened in bangalore maybe about five six years back and before that it happened in uh, uh, mumbai and so there are platforms are there
0: okay and is there some place where uh, the listeners could search and find out whether there are homeschoolers in their in their place in their district in their towns etc what would be the way to find that out
1: Right now, the groups are all very unofficial, hmm. uh, but if they could connect with uh, one family or two families somewhere who they know, okay. those families will definitely have access to these circles.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: those who are already homeschooling do have access, but yeah, it's a good idea. I think we need to come out with some kind of a directory that uh, yeah. lists out homeschooling families across India and Uh, it would help yeah that's a really good idea yes
0: it would only help with some kind of these FAQs and true right yeah that would be very interesting actually yeah because right from the fact that open schooling itself you know in India there is a board through which children without Mm -hmm. affiliation to schools can appear for the board exams maybe that is not known to people like some of this information is you get it only when you go looking for it It's not as Mm -hmm. if you will suddenly, you know, you come to know about it because you are still interacting among circles where everybody is in the conventional mode. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, the last question I have is uh, the children, if you look at the age groups, Mm -hmm. maybe the ideal scenario is to start with homeschooling Mm -hmm.
2: uh,
0: whenever the child is, you know, the pre kg equivalent or whenever the child as a toddler or whenever it is. But if that, you know, if I have missed that bus and my child is older, Mm -hmm. which is the next best stage to start homeschooling? Or is it that there is no such thing as next best stage and any time is okay?
1: Yeah, there's no best stage. Uh, Every uh, stage has its own uh, benefits of starting off. Yeah, so at any point it is possible, at any point okay great so just to add there uh, you know it might help some families Uh, a lot of time you see uh, stress and panic uh, starting in children anxiety disorder starting in children uh, around the seventh eighth standard time I think this Hmm. would be a good time to kind of uh, you know step back think what what exactly is my child going through if it's just for the sake of passing exams and making me look good in front of uh, the institution and the teacher, then it's worth considering, uh, you know, does the child genuinely uh, have an issue with school? Is homeschooling an option for me? I think it's worth taking that step back and thinking about it because I do know Uh, there are lots and lots of uh, children entering high school that are taking medication for anxiety and you know just meeting psychologists and counselors and uh, I think it's really uh, wise to just pause and think what am I doing you know
0: such a wonderful point because most often as parents we think every parent wants the best for their own children so we we are not saying by opting for conventional schooling, you are not choosing the best. Yeah. Uh, but we all grew up where that is the default. Mm. So maybe when we you know, look at the best education for our child, uh, the objective of this episode to, is to help you pause and say that, OK, if you have good intention, which definitely you are likely to have as a parent, mm-hmm. then... Uh, conventional is not the only mode please be aware these options are also there you examine it for yourself and then take a call yes if you are already into homeschooling you may feel that this episode was biased uh, because i was trying to ask a lot of questions which were more like busting myths around homeschooling Uh, so i was asking questions from the other side okay Mm. i did not focus or delve more into the advantages because people should know about the myths and be clarified about them. The advantages, again, is very clearly articulated in that video. So I have focused on what is not covered in the video and hence focused on the myths around homeschooling and we thought it is important to discuss those. So I will share those links again. And thanks a lot, Pranati, for helping us through sharing all these pointers on increasing awareness about homeschooling. And I really hope you are able to uh, also contribute to bring up that directory around <laughs> homeschooling <laughs> across the country or whatever way it
1: can help. Should work on that. Yes, it was my pleasure talking to you, Krishna. And uh, I really do hope that. Uh, I was able to give some valuable information if there's some family that's genuinely thinking about uh, homeschooling and uh, yeah, all the best to all the parents that are listening to this and uh, may you be able to provide the best possible education for your child holistically, not just academically how institutions would uh, determine it, but the best path for your child and for your family.
0: And to help focus on the strengths of your child, right? Yes, yes. Thank you so much. And Praniti, I hope uh, I'll be able to share your uh, email uh, contact uh, so that in case uh, parents have additional questions, I hope they can reach out to you.
1: Please do that. Most welcome to reach out.
0: Sure. So we will share that as part of the show notes. Thank you so much. Thank you so
1: much, Krishna. Thank you. So with that we
0: come to the end of another episode of new indian woman see you again in the next episode remember you are what you want to be and the time starts now